I mean, you can be intentional about your time wherever you are and create those moments for you to become grounded and centered. And I, I try and do that on, on a daily basis um, because I, I need it. Um, but I don't beat myself up if, it, if I don't do it because I feel like that's really important for us to, to not go down that, that path. Welcome to the Balance Bowley Podcast for ambitious women in business and a few brave men. I'm Nikita Thigpen, your host and balance and relationship advisor, partnering with you to change the narrative so we can amplify intimacy within and across your relationships and you can finally have the freedom, flexibility, and confidence to thrive in work life and <laughs> and in love. I had to make sure we highlighted that because a lot of you keep forgetting that your love is just as important to your balance as everything else is happening. So we will go into that a little bit later as we always do here on the show. So we are here at the beginning of the season that I have been waiting for, for a really long time, for so many reasons that it's not even like important for me to talk about right now, other than this is the longest season that we have ever done in all of my years of podcasting. It is the most important for so many reasons, mainly because we are holding ourselves accountable. Season 22 is all about fully living what you teach. So every single expert that I have specifically intentionally aligned to be here today for this specific episode and whichever week you are hearing it for season 22 is walking their talk unapologetically as humans who are fallible and are okay with the fact that they are failing forward and learning and growing. And as Deanna and I were just talking about, which you'll know in a little bit, have gotten literally a couple of PhDs in their own life experience that they are willing to transparently and openly share through their products and services and whichever way they show up in the world to just create some ripples and impact change one moment, one person at a time. Which is why I have to lead this third episode in with Deanna Seymour. There's so many things to that. For any of you who study numerology, you understand. Season 22, third episode, 11 episodes throughout the year. Don't get me started. (laughs) Deanna's laughing at me. Yes. Right? Like, this is so exciting. It is so exciting. (laughs) So let me introduce to you Deanna Seymour, founder of PhD Feminine Health, She is an incredible being. I've already connected with her energetically, probably deeper than she even understands at this point. And I same for me. Right? Like so like just this soulful connection that I just can't let go of. I'm so grateful and honored that she's able to carve out time from her very full day her very full week with a very full plate of just being able to provide some changes and some help for people who are trying to create their own inner body transformation, especially for the women out there. Deanna Seymour developed PhD's line of feminine hygiene products. When she did it, she had no idea that she was taking the first step into her new career. Three years later, Deanna took a risk leaving her secure position in the pharmaceutical industry to focus full time on PhD feminine health. In this time, with a lot of things that kind of happened over the years, Deanna learned that vulnerability and insecurity were not weaknesses, but rather opportunities for growth. And I love how she says that. Deanna, welcome to the Balance Bully podcast. How are you today? 
Oh, Nikita, it is such a pleasure to be here with you. And I am fantastic. Um, you pretty much summed it up. I, I just feel this energy um, in speaking with you that we are so aligned in so many, so many different ways. So it's my pleasure to be here. I'm so excited. <laughs> so I would Me love too. for you to, to just tell everyone a little bit more about what PhD feminine health is and why you not only why you decided to create it, because I was very mindful not to tell all of your story in the introduction, but also yes. how it kind of led you to discovering, you know, who you would be in the world and how you would continue to show up fully. Yeah, well, it's, it's uh, really interesting. You know, um, I feel like we all start out with our story that um, we have planned for ourselves. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's, uh, I was on that path, you know, I was, I uh, had a secure, wonderful job in the pharmaceutical industry for 20 years. And I was a single mom uh, to two teenagers at the time. So it really provided uh that security that I felt was essential for me and, um, and for my family. And, you know, I was a top performer and uh, things were going great. I was going to retire and have a pension. And, you know, I had, I had my life just completely mapped out mm. the way I felt like it was, it was going to be. And, and then, um, uh, you know, I, I am proof that, all these road bumps in life happen for a reason. Um, it started with uh, that I needed to sinus surgeries and was on a lot of antibiotics, which completely disrupted, you know, my feminine flora. Uh -huh. And it was then that I discovered this ingredient, uh, boric acid, and it changed my life. I, I, that's, I'm not being hyperbolic. Like I had so many issues. And as women, when something, you know, is out of balance with your vagina, it just, it just ruins you. Um, and so I, this ingredient worked wonders for me. And I just, you couldn't get it um, in the store. You could only get it through a compounding pharmacy. And it was then I'm like, you know, this needs to be available to the millions of women like myself. Um, and I, I need to find a way to do this. So um, God clearly had a plan because my, my daughter's hockey coach at the time um, owned a facility and still does that uh, manufacturing facility that manufactures holistic products for people and pets and it's Vireo systems. And I, I went to him with my idea, which was kind of a crazy conversation to have <laughs> with your daughter's uh -huh. hockey coach about a, a bachelor's suppository. And, um, you know, he, he embraced it and he was uh, courageous enough uh, because I came armed with a stack of clinical studies that showed the efficacy um, and the fact that it was recommended by the CDC, but no one was making it. So um, we started producing it within six months. It was the number one bestseller uh, on Amazon. And uh, it was then during that time that uh, 
some things started happening with my pharmaceutical job. Uh, you know, I was looking back now, so grateful to have been, you know, uh, dealt uh, a supervisor that uh, was a little difficult to work with. And I felt like I couldn't do anything right. And, you know, it was, you know, I, I'm a top performer. Why is this happening? We just didn't see eye to eye. And I remember uh, after a particular phone call going to sit on my garage steps to, so my kids wouldn't see me crying. So I was trying mm-hmm. to be strong and I'm like literally pleading like, God, why are you allowing this to happen to me? I, I'm doing everything, you know, to the best of my ability. I was working harder, you know, in that job than I ever had. And it, nothing was good enough. And it just like this surge came over me. Hmm. And I immediately knew why this was happening. He was making me uncomfortable for a reason because I wouldn't have left. Uh, because I had that security and I, like I said, I had my life planned out, but, and he, he was, sometimes I feel like God has to make you, uh, really uncomfortable or or really experiencing low lows to get you to change your course. And that's exactly what happened on those steps that day. And I, it was then I started planning my exit strategy you know, PhD was, was still in its infancy. And um, I, I, but I knew that I had to take that leap of faith and uh, that that was my calling. And when I decided to do that, I had the peace that surpasses all understanding. I, I knew that no matter what happened, that everything was going to be okay. And it was, it's difficult to describe to people, but when, when you know you're in your purpose, regardless of the risks that, you know, I had, my motto is faith over fear from that day forward. That's how I've lived is have faith over fear that if you're living your purpose and you're, you know, in his will, then everything will be okay, regardless of what happens. Um, you know, the worst case scenario for me, okay, what I'd have to go get another job. Right. Um, so what, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it, at least I, I would have tried, um, and, and followed that, um, that calling. So that, um, is how I've ended up here. And I, my mission every day is to work to improve the lives of women and that that's my intentions. That's what I, I try to do on a daily basis. So I, I creating these products and trying to remove the stigma associated with vaginal health um, and create a conversation because so many women suffer in silence, you know, mm-hmm. kind of like I had for so long. And, you know, you talked about vulnerability. You know, what if I had chosen to not, you know, talk about vaginal health or yeah. the issues that I was having you know, so many women wouldn't have this product. So it, it, I feel like being vulnerable and we're all human and my goodness, we all go through so much. And if we don't talk about it and share with each other, um, you know, we, we're just kind of, we're suffering in silence or, or walking that path alone. Absolutely. And we really need someone to hold our hand and prop us up and 
let us know it's all going to be okay. Yeah, I mean, look at the what that bold decision that you did not only did for so many, the rewards that it led to for so many other women who were probably suffering in silence, or, or maybe they were talking to their doctors about different things. And, and like you, yeah. the antibiotics were creating other issues and, you know, just disrupting our flora and throwing our pH balance completely off because God knows I've definitely dealt with that as a woman. Yes. Um, but then you also, you mentioned, you know, your, your daughter had to be a part of that conversation, you know, maybe before you were comfortable. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And I will never forget the day <laughs> I, I took my, my son and daughter and sat them down and told them what I was going to do. <laughs> they, the looks on their faces will, forever be um burned into my my brain <laughs> yes i i know i know that i know that face so i'm a certified sex therapist um as well and my kids can't stand uh whenever that has to be mentioned for someone someone right. mentions one of their friends or their friend's parents or someone says they allude to something i'm like oh well we can have that conversation because and they're like mom right. please not here please, please. <laughs> i know like, well how did you oh. think you got here like come on exactly uh. <laughs> but, but again it's uh, you're allowing people to be vulnerable though and, exactly and and that's that's great and you know as a result of that you know, my daughter's friends come to me mm-hmm. with a lot of questions, which I absolutely love. Mm-hmm. So, I, And I guarantee you so much, Deanna, that they're also going to your daughter. Um, yes. I, don't, I don't know if you've seen that show. I haven't actually had, a, so had an opportunity to watch it because I'm not a big TV person, but I saw it, the trailer of it um, on Netflix, I think. Uh, there's a young gentleman and his mother is a sex therapist. <laughs> And in this high school, and that, don't ask me the name of the show, I can't remember, but the short of it is that the students, and he's in a new school, they find out what his mother does. So, you know, <laughs> because of, you know, youthful uh, oh, sure. ignorance, right? Like they just don't know. Curiosity. Yeah. Right. They're just like, well, you can be our sex therapist to the boy. He's like, what? <laughs> like, I don't even want to deal with my, I, wanna, I don't even want to acknowledge my own stuff because of what my mother does. Um, exactly. And they literally rope him into like being the, you know, the, the student body champion for helping them understand their hormones and everything. Um, and I'm laughing because your daughter probably, and maybe your son too, has experienced people saying like, wait, what does your mom do? Oh, oh countless well, occasions. Yes, right. <laughs> right. So does that mean you can also do what she does and, and answer these questions? And they're like, uh, yeah. no. <laughs> Let me give you a number. Here right. you go. I don't even want to talk to you about what's going on in your body right now. Thank you very much. Right. <laughs> Math class exactly. will never be the same. Um, <laughs> no. Very true. So I'm curious because you mentioned that part of fully walking out your life for you and like living the life you teach, uh, not only through the products that you have put blood and sweat and tears into, you know, getting it out to the market safely Mm -hmm. and efficiently and economically, reasonably affordable for those who can, you know, um, who need it, basically. Mm -hmm. Not only that, but on the other side of your life, something that people may not know about you, because, you know, I told you I professionally stalked you, um, (laughs) (laughs) was that you are walking this thing out to your core. You helped another, an individual woman with her child, her four-year-old child. Do you want to You're share good. <laughs> All right, Nikita, you weren't lying. <laughs> and like I said before, I said you might make me cry. And mm-hmm. when I talk about this subject, I'm already getting emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it really uh, was life changing for me. Uh, yes, uh, this uh, is quite quite a tale. I tell you um, again, never in a million years would I have expected to have done this. Um, let me lay some a backdrop here. There are approximately around uh, 5,500 people in the whole entire country, the U.S., who are, um, are living uh, kidney donors. And so if you think about the odds of knowing somebody, it, it's pretty small uh, who's been a kidney donor. And when I was in the pharmaceutical industry, I had the whole state of Tennessee and and on one side of the state, uh, a coworker had had donated, and on the other side of the state in Knoxville, um, a customer of mine who I became very close to uh, had donated a kidney, and I got to see them walk this path and just how incredible it was. And I, I was just I had such admiration for these two selfless women, and had no idea that what was actually occurring at that time was that uh, God was preparing my heart uh, to be open to also becoming a donor. Mm. Um, and because the odds of knowing two people within three months of each other who, who are donors is infinitesimally small. Like you just really think about it like that. And then, so I, was on Facebook one day and um, noticed that um, a, a friend of mine, our, our two daughters had played soccer together and I had followed their journey with their son who was born, born with uh, kidneys that weren't functioning. Um, he had um, become old enough and um, he increased his weight enough in order to be put on the donor list. Hmm. Or, and I, it was, again, one of those immediate uh, instances when I saw that, I'm like, oh, that's me. And I clicked, I had zero hesitation, really very little thought went into it. It was just, I knew that I was going to match the second that I hit submit on the form to Vanderbilt Hospital. And I didn't tell soul at first that I had made this decision um just something that I was just you know letting sit with me and I but I was so excited I was just overjoyed and sure enough we matched and I was able to give a kidney to this precious precious four-year-old little boy hmm. and um that was about five years ago now and he is thriving and um not only does he have my kidney, but he has my heart. Oh. He's just a precious boy. <laughs> Sorry. No, I, I receive, I receive, I receive. That is one of the bravest and boldest decisions that anyone that I personally know has ever shared, especially knowing that you were hearing your, your soul be pulled forth in that direction and to walk it out and to, to do it with everything else that you had on the line. Like you're, you know, you are a self-made woman and to be out of quote unquote commission for any amount of time could have created, you know, if anything were to have not gone in the way that it, it went well. 
Um, it could have yeah. created, you know, a spiral of things. And I'm sure all of that stuff was at least in the back of your mind with your kids. Actually, and... Nikita, mm-hmm. I, I have to be honest. It really wasn't. Was it? Um, no. And I, by the way, I'm going to start calling you Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> Alex Sets, Alex Sets. <laughs> I don't know if you have this effect on everyone, <laughs> but you sure do me. Um, uh, I... I again, it was that piece. I I didn't let, I never went there for some Mm. reason. I just knew like in my deepest soul, I knew that uh, everything was going to be okay. Mm. I just, what, and whatever happened, everything was going to be okay, regardless of any outcome. Like if, it were my time to go, then it would be okay. That I, I don't know. I can't. I can't explain it. But I just wow. had this. Um, if if anything was my calling in life, it was that right there. Like I, it, every ounce of fear was removed. Mm. I, I showed up at the children's hospital that day, and everyone from the check-in counter to the anesthesiologist that put me to sleep was like you're weird because we have <laughs> never seen somebody so excited to have surgery. <laughs> but I, I was elated. I couldn't wait for him to get this gift to feel better and to, to really begin living the life that God had intended for him. And in that process, this little boy touched thousands of people because mm. so many people found out about his journey and everything he'd been through. And his mom is an amazing woman. Um, so able to use that experience to touch, to touch thousands of people. So it was, yeah, that it was why I get emotional. Yeah, no, you're, you're definitely, you're weird for sure. Um, <laughs> and I, and I, I love it. that. Yes. And, and I, you know, I, I embody the same. I say myself, my husband, my kids, like we're all really weird, but in alignment with the principles that it's, it sounds like you stand on as well is we are a peculiar people. Right. Mm-hmm. And you are fully invested in your peculiarity. I am. I own it. Right. Like, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And I, I applaud you for that because I honestly would have thought that there was at least a, a background ruminating thought. And the fact that you had such peace about it. I did. I it, did. And it really is difficult to explain. Yeah, yeah no, I get it. that. I think the best way to explain it is that you had peace. I think that mm-hmm. it literally sums up all yep. of the, the questions that people like I on the outside of, of that piece that, you know, didn't have that same experience in that same way would have been like, what? Yep. Like, you weren't nervous. You weren't, you know, making sure yep. kids know where they peace. could go live and, you know, like all the things. Yep. Yep. Wow. Peace. Yeah, you're, you're exactly right. It's pure mm. and simple peace. I, I love everything about this and everything about you and, and all that you're doing. So I have to ask you, you know, with your plate. And and I know you said, mm-hmm. you know, your days start from about 7 a.m. till about 8 p.m. on an average, good, healthy, non-fire yes. breathing day, right? Like when you're not putting right. out a bunch of fires. Um, well, how are you giving yourself permission to pause with such a full schedule? Yeah, that that's a great question. I um I have found that if I don't take time for myself to uh have meditation and prayer time, um, then I am 
by no means the best version of myself. And it it's fuel for my soul um, to have that time and space for me um, to do that. So if, you know, if for some reason I can't do it in the morning or the evening, then I, I don't, you know, listen to the radio when I drive. I, I have, and you can, I feel like people uh, put too much of an emphasis on where it has to be or mm-hmm. the right surroundings or everything has to be perfect in order for that to happen. No, I mean, you can be intentional about your time wherever you are and create those moments for you to become grounded and centered. And I, I try and do that on, on a daily basis um, because I, I need it. Um, but I don't beat myself up if, it, if I don't do it because I feel like that's really important for us to, to not go down that, that path. Um, I also, I, I try and um, incorporate physical exercise into that, but, and I always am a huge proponent of that, but I'll be honest here lately, it hasn't been able to happen because of everything that's going on on a regular basis. Yeah. Like I would like to, um, but again, grace. Yeah, I, that's one word that's I always pops up in my head. We have to extend ourselves grace um, and not beat ourselves up for for things like that. So, but yes, meditation, prayer time is, is key for me, um, and physical exercise uh, is also important uh, part of my life. But it's got, gone by the wayside a little right now. <laughs> A a little tiny bit, but I, you know, I hear you on a a couple of those layers, you know, from it doesn't have to look pretty and, you know, be on an island Mm -hmm. to be able to embrace it. And one of my favorite places is to go in the bathroom and run the water, you know, and just. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Like one of the places you still get privacy in your house. So (laughs) without a doubt. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and also with, the, you know, fitness is a, is a tonic and medicine for many, many people. I know it is for me as well. And like all medicines, sometimes you get tired of the, the flavor, you know, the, what you're doing. Um, and sometimes you just can't take it. You can't get access to it because mm-hmm. of whatever was going on, whatever fire you were trying to put out when you were in your, your you know, your fire hat entrepreneur business owner mode, yes. right? Um, you're just like, oh, do I run into the bathroom and, you know, take that 20 minutes or whatever to take my medicine or, you know, run upstairs and take my 20 minutes of medicine? Or do I run to the office and put out that fire before it becomes, you know, some explosive, unnecessary situation? Um, Exactly. And sometimes that's what we have to, you know, decide to do, especially right now with that big C word that's over top of us right now. And and not the one that people might be thinking of because we talked about, you know, feminine health, but, um, you know, COVID-19, it had changed a lot. Um, Absolutely. And and caused a lot of little fires for a, a lot of us. A lot of people. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. So I, I mm-hmm. still applaud the fact that you can give yourself compassion and give yourself grace with, you know what? I didn't do it, you know, the last hour, day, whatever it was that I would normally like to fold it in. However, 
you have mobility in your limbs. I only know that because I saw you walking around your office before we got started. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. you're still able to move. You talked about being in the car, which means you're able to, you know, maneuver <laughs> and, yes. you know, get some things pumping and get some blood flowing. And I think sometimes if that's all we need is we need to get up out of the seat, even if that's to walk from, you know, one part of a 1,200 or 4,000 or 800 square foot space, you know, to, you know, outside to the car, you know, if you're blessed enough to have one, right? Like whatever the case is. Absolutely. Um, and it's all about perspective. It. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And you're doing it. And I think that was part of your whole reason for doing all the things that you said from deciding to launch out, you know, faith over fear and start your own company, your perspective changed of what was possible for you and for your family and for you to affect other people down to helping that young gentleman and his parents who loved him to life and, and really yes. wanted a gift like you to come and, and selflessly say, you know, this is what I, what I am going to do, not what I want to do, not what I'm going to try to do, but I am going to do that. And you held yourself in intention for a healthy completion of that. And I think that is powerful. Well, thank you, Nikita. You're welcome. So how can people connect with you to learn more about everything that you are doing and to get some of these great products, by the way? Yeah. So uh, phdfeminineHealth.com is uh, our website and all of our social links are there. You can find us under that name on uh, every platform and you can find us in um, the Kroger stores uh, nationwide, all of their banners like Ralph's and such. And then um, uh, all Target stores, uh, CVS, and we'll be launching at Walmart in about a week mm. and um, several others on the horizon as well. So we're, we're super excited about that. Oh, that is phenomenal. I'm really so proud of you. You've been doing amazing. Um, and, and, you know, self selfishly, I get to say amazingly helping me, you know, me as a woman, you know, be able to make sure that everything that, you know, makes me feel sexy and tight is right. So, yes, indeed. <laughs> well, and thank you for, for what you're doing for, for women across the world. You truly are a force. And uh, it's a pleasure to know you. Aw, stop it. Say it again. No, stop it. No. <laughs> I appreciate you, Deanna. You are phenomenal. Thank you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Woo, Balance Boldly listeners. Was she not everything that I said she would be in the beginning of this episode? Deanna Seymour, phenomenal woman doing great things. You know we love great people doing greater, and she absolutely qualifies for that. She is fully living out the life that she teaches in multiple areas of her life, including her favorite model of faith over fear. She is truly holding on to that anchor and being connected to the vine of God, which I personally really, truly appreciate. And I hope you do as well. For all of you who are new to Balance Boldly, make sure that you subscribe, rate, and share. Help us ensure that the other ambitiously bold and brave have access to these valuable life, love, and business balance tools. If you are a fan and have been following us for some time, make sure you put in a review. It is very important. I can't stress it enough. Preferably an honest five-star review, but whatever you got, we're willing to take it. So make sure you give it to us and just be honest about it because we're really always looking to better ourselves and to bring you everything that you need so that you too can be very bold in how you show up in the world, giving out greater impact and creating your own ripples. 
If you want to connect with me, make sure you follow me at Ask Nikita on all the places that you can. In the interim, if you have not picked up Selfish, Permission to Pause, Live, Love, and Laugh Your Way to Joy, my survivor memoir and personal transformation story, please add it to your cart after you go to Deanna Seymour's website and purchase what you need for yourself or a friend because you know somebody out there is having some pH trouble. You know that, right? It's like, make sure you, you give them a gift. They'll just be surprised and they'll welcome it. So make sure you give it to them and add a, a copy of Selfish to that gift box as well. In the interim, I want you to go create your balance and create your joy, but remember, do it boldly. Thank you for listening.